listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Excuse me, I gotta crack open a cold one here. I'm drinking them now while I still can because I hear Obama's coming for our uh, guns and our beer. Oh, wait a minute. What year is this? Oh, wait, shit, no. Trump's coming for my guns and my beer. No, he's coming for my beer. Is he, Is somebody coming for my beer? Please tell me I can keep my beer. Okay, we can, we can stop this ruse now. Marco, this is actually an intervention. You've, you've, started, you've begun starting reviews of opening a beer. Look, guys, I can quit any time I want. That's, that's the thing you need to know. You're going to have to cut down to one day a year. I'm not in denial. I, I have moved from denial to acceptance. I've accepted the fact that I am going to drink this cold, delicious beer. And believe me, I needed a few to get through the movie we're about to review tonight. But fortunately, joining me for another round of beers and movie reviews, I am joined by a crack team of, I assure you, not entirely intoxicated reviewers, Gina! Heidi ho there, neighbors. I actually do have a white claw, so I'm getting a little little bougie with this. That, that, that doesn't even count as booze, right? That, that's not booze. That, that's like basically Zima. That, that's basically a Zima, somebody drank some kind of fruit flavoring and yawned into the bottle. It, it hardly counts. Uh, next up, we got Santiago. Hey! How's it going? Going alright. How fucking high are you right now? I'm... Not high enough, apparently. I didn't get high enough to watch this movie because it sucked. Yeah, it did. But somebody who didn't think it completely sucked because he's insane, Danny Doggett. Doggett, and it's lit. Is that what they say? Do they still say that? <laughs> I don't know. You're all collectively younger than I am. No. Um, We do not. We do not. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Well, I am the youngest here, but I don't understand the references of the youth today. I mean, I understood this movie... But that's because I saw this movie like in 1982, and they keep making them. Uh, some of them are occasionally okay. Some of them are not so good. But let's talk about it. Uh, this is a movie called The Binge, which is now showing exclusively on Hulu, directed by Jeremy Gerlich and written by Jordan Von Dina, who have written and directed other movies that I have not seen. So, hey, what do I know? Anyway, we're talking about their latest on Hulu, The Binge, which in the near future, alcohol, drugs, all vices have been outlawed. Probably a good thing, except for one special night where anyone 18 and over can do anything they want all day long, whatever they want, everything is open, all the rules are out the window, consequences be damned, comedy will ensue, everybody laughs. Oh wait, no, I, I described the plot, but not the effect it had on me. Guys... Help me out here. What did you really think of this movie? Um, I mean, I I just think it's it, apart from it not being a well-made movie, I don't know why folks can't do satire or parody properly. And I just felt like this film was also just bad timing. Like this film did not read the room. <laughs> it didn't cliff note the room. It didn't it didn't text his friend like, "Yo, 
what does this room want to see? It just walked in goofy <laughs> and it was just like, oh, hey guys. <laughs> and it was like, no, like no one's laughing. Um, I didn't laugh at all at this. Like, I you are being too kind. This movie does not read. It can't. They didn't even write a script. They just had to go on set and tell the actors verbally what to say and hope they could memorize it because they couldn't be bothered to write it down. I asked myself why this movie was made a couple times while I was watching it, and and I wonder, like, why it keeps on going. And I, I guess I don't realize that this is, like, a movie that keeps being made over and over again. You mentioned that, Marco. And now that I think about it, I guess there are a dozen movies that I can think about that are similar to this, but I still don't think that that's a good enough reason for continuing to make movies in this style. Like why, what, where, where is, where is the desire there? I don't get it. Um, but I guess like there's some people who maybe like are nostalgic. Maybe Vince Vaughn is nostalgic about movies about getting fucked up. Oh yeah. What's it called? The, the, the producers went to Vince Vaughn and said, are you tired of making a party movie? And Vince Vaughn opened a beer like Marco did at the beginning of this review and said, I'm always ready for this. <laughs> I, I am the Vince Vaughn of this review. I don't know how I feel about that. The last time I saw Vince Vaughn was in uh, Fight in Cell Block 99, which was, like I think, one of Vince Vaughn's best performances. Like It was brutal and awesome. And this is like him reverting back you to You didn't his... like him in True Detective? <laughs> I thought True Detective was great, but he's this uh, Cell Block 99 is more recent. And that's just the last time I saw him. And what I'm saying is that he's kind of back into this, um, like, deadpan delivery of bad comedy that he knows is bad. Like, I'm watching him act in this movie, and I'm like, oh my god, look at him. He fucking knows that this is a shitty line, and he's just reading it. And it's kind of humiliating and disappointing, and that's why, honestly, like, if I wasn't reviewing this film, I probably wouldn't have finished watching it. He's not alone here, because I don't want to shit on the cast. Everybody in this movie is doing their damnedest, and Vince Vaughn does better than most because he's probably the most experienced person on the screen. However, you just feel the flop sweat of all of the actors desperately trying to wring comedy out of this low-grade material they've been given. Accurate. What a perfectly mediocre film <laughs> that you guys have decided to wipe your ass with. This movie is not the worst thing I've seen this year. In fact, I'm going to say right now, this movie is probably top 30 party movies ever made. What? Because most party movies suck. What? You know what this movie has going for it? It is the least sexist party movie I've ever seen. It's the least homophobic party movie I've ever seen. It's the least the, it's the least egregious with nudity I've ever seen in a party movie. All of those things you said are correct. This, this has a lot of... The ha these are these has movie has a lot of pluses. It just happens it's not that funny. <laughs> Here, here's the thing: you've seen this movie before, and if we've described it, this the binge, the night uh, that everybody in the movie refers to as the binge. It's a movie that has this weird kind of world building to it, but never does anything with it beyond just a cheesy introduction narrated mm -hmm. by a Morgan Freeman sound alike. They don't really do anything with it, and as far as the teen sex comedy angle of it goes. I've seen better stuff from, you know, even recently. Booksmart did this better. Way better. Good Boys did this better. Superbad did this better. So many movies have done this better. Hell, uh, Never Going Back Again was better. So I say all of that because I don't want anyone to think because I'm the old guy on the review that I just hate anything with teenagers. 
That's not true. I always expect to hate those movies, but when they actually work, I'm really impressed because I grew out of those movies, and now that I see the younger generation tackling some of those same storylines and tropes, but injecting modern-day themes and actually achieving a semblance of heart and some character development, I'm really impressed by that. I was hoping this movie would kind of fall in the category of good teen sex romp. Imagine if somebody pitched you hey, I've got an idea for a movie. We're going to take movies like Superbad and remove all of the heart out of it, but mash it up with a movie like The Purge and take all the brains out of it. It's really a disappointing blend that they don't do anything with. Mar Marco, how dare you bring up Booksmart while I'm trying to defend this movie? That's like me trying to defend Ant-Man and you bring up The Dark Knight. <laughs> yes, much better movies exist than this. I, but I mean... In, in the realm of teen romps and even college romps, like I love House Party, I love American Pie, 21 and Over, Spring Breakers, like this isn't Harold and Kumar even, even though it's not a party movie, but it's still in the realm of this is the night, you know, and it's just, it's been done better. And by done better, mean it's just been done better. This film is not something you want to waste your time on. I'm glad I didn't get high to this because I would have wasted a good amount of weed on it and been disappointed. It's just so many other better films that cover the same tropes that it's just like if you want to watch a nostalgic great film that is oddly reminiscent of the 2007 like this gave me like it just seems so outdated it seemed like a film that just is not 2020 i don't know what generation they were trying to tap into but like <laughs> it just wasn't i don't know bro it, it i I didn't know what it wanted to be. Was it a satire, a parody? Like I don't know. Okay, why do you why do you think it's a satire, a parody? I feel like a pretty straightforward story. Well, hold on a second, because they're using the they're they're trying to do a parody of oh, it's of not the a purge. Purge. Well, I mean, it's not right, a purge. But, but, no, it's but just using is, that plot element. It's not like it doesn't make it a parody. But I should though. say that that's the only reason that I'm here. I think that the idea of the purge. I mean, albeit like this is why I know I can appreciate a bad movie because those are bad movies, but they're entertaining. Like I I think that they're really entertaining and i think that the idea is kind of like sadistic and dark and cynical and i thought that that's what the angle that this movie was going to take where it's going to take like oh a really dark turn on drug use which is like one of america's biggest problems granted you know so is murder but this is kind of like a lighter take but that's like an interesting idea to i think entertain for a little while but they didn't even do that back to the point that uh gina made where it's just like it's satire done incorrectly and it's because they didn't even like try to take that idea which is again the only reason that i'm here to be fair though you are at, you are adding you are adding the satire and parody element to it that movie never promised this you're getting that from the title and the description all it does is take that plot element from the purges right but i think it's important it. to point out that that's not there because that's why i'm here and if anybody is like thinking that they're going to get that watching this movie they are sorely mistaken it is just a premise they don't even explore that idea it's a it's 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 it's, it's a it's a farce fake news hoopla bamboozled run amok bullshit <laughs> I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad he brought... No, I agree. Now, Daniel, I see what you're saying now because it was straightforward. It gave it to you straightforward. I just guess... I assumed it was trying to be satirical or a parody because it reminded me actually of Idiocracy, which is actually one of my favorite films, uh, like comedies, where it it takes on the end of the world, the apocalyptic type of like films, 
but totally makes a comedic spin on it. And it even had the narration similar to Idiocracy. So to me, it was just like, we've seen other comedies do this. Was it the greatest comedy in the world? No. But like, I'm okay with dirty humor. Like, I don't, like, I'm not expecting this to be amazing. And I was looking forward to it because, again, I'm a huge Vince Vaughn fan. I love Dodgeball, Wedding Crashers, everything. Okay. I was going to say, you you now have to list more than one Vince Vaughn movie that you like to be a big fan. No, no. I'm, I'm trying my best to defend this movie. (laughs) <laughs> look I'm, I'm i'm trying very hard to defend this movie i will still say i still hated that one of the main characters i can't remember his name it's the one who roofies their parents oh the black guy the token black character that i can't remember their name hated um, he's not a token if he's the main character he's not token <laughs> he's barely a main character he is the reason the movie happens we have not talked about the characters so let me just go ahead because we have we've been talking about how this movie fails in terms of delivering <laughs> on its slender themes that it sets up and doesn't pay off. Let's talk briefly about the skeletal plot, such as it is. This movie is about Griffin, who is the most milquetoast nerdy guy and the most mediocre protagonist you could imagine. But he's played by the guy guy from Santa Clarita Diet, so I already heard him. Griffin is kind of shy about the idea of maybe binge. He doesn't really want to party, but his buddy Hags is all into it, and says, bro, we're going, we're going to make this happen, we're going to be legends, we're going to have a great night. All the while, Griffin really just wants to ask out the beautiful girl that he's got a crush on, Lena. But of course, Griffin, because he's a moron, screws everything up. Now they have to get to this party. Along the way, one of the only bright lights in this movie uh, is Eduardo Franco, who plays Andrew, this weird stoner kid that they pick up who says he can get them in. And then they go to the party and have adventures along the way that involve everything from... He is not a stoner kid. I have no idea what the fuck that guy's deal is. He, he just seems stoned, even if you don't see him acting stoned. He, he looks like any Latino with long, silky hair. Uh, you know, who who has a, a bad older brother who's into some weird like shit. Like I said, any Latino with long, silky hair. Eh, uh, you know, I've had a few in my family. <laughs> These three actors are perfectly likable, even though they're playing some really broad tropes, and they're just trying to get to the party, they're trying to get a ride, they're trying to get wristbands to get in, and along the way, things go wrong. Vince Vaughn is not only the uh, the love interest father, uh, he is also the principal of the high school, and he is trying to track them down through a series of misunderstandings. He seems to think Griffin has less than honorable intentions towards his daughter, so he basically goes on a drug-fueled rampage trying to locate his daughter. All of this, I should add, leads to the other piece of world-building in this movie. Apparently, one night this year, not only can you do anything you want, you can also participate in these horrific games where you try to do weird stunts or answer trivia questions while completely stoned out of your mind. This also includes snorting huge <laughs> piles of cocaine, and the winner is the person who can do the best Al Pacino in Scarface impersonation. Oh, don't you judge. You used to go to the gatherings. You party at Chris's house. You you can't say you've never put a donut on a crocodile. I'm trying to think who the crocodile is in this particular analogy. Uh, I'm just going to say it's Ben. I always blame Ben. 
Ben. Uh, ben <laughs> is the crocodile in this analogy. So that's kind of the plot. It, it's kind of pointless. You've seen this plot. The only thing that distinguishes it is, like I said, this weird world building thing where you have some supposedly a dystopian future where all drugs are illegal except for this one night. And whoever does the most drugs on this one night is considered a legend. That's a plot? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, Oh, okay. That is not the plot. That is a shitty side element of this movie. The plot is these three friends are going to misadventures. It's not a plot, but that was not the main part <laughs> of the movie. So it's still no plot. Okay, I, I cool. feel like we. Right. I feel like we just recreated the pitch meeting for this movie. <laughs> like this is how it went down. They just went into an office so and I said think I know exactly what's going this. On. I think. <laughs> I think I know what's going on. I um, I was a teenager. When Netflix started doing streaming, by teenager I mean twelve. I'm just go- I'm not gonna go into the dirty details, but uh, I've seen every party streaming movie ever made, and they are the most horrific things you will ever watch in your life. Every single one of them are awful, just despicable. I hate the actors and the directors who make them. This is the least offensive thing I've ever seen, and I'm giving it a, a few passes because of it. Well, since you're already heading in that direction. Why don't you go ahead and lead into your final thoughts? Okay, this movie this this movie got me to say all one time, so I'll give it that much. And I don't remember them, but I feel <laughs> I feel like this movie made me laugh twice. I don't remember the occasion, but I I you know mean it, it happened. wasn't the musical sequence. I thought it was so so the musical sequence. I didn't hate it, but it's not like they were saying anything funny. It wasn't catchy. It was just, oh, this isn't terrible, <laughs> which is the most I can say about this movie. It's not terrible. And if you're here, to, if you're wanting to watch a movie with a bunch of nudity, I'll just go ahead and do this for you. It doesn't really have any, so don't go for that. It really is about the friendship between the, the, mainly the two guys. It's, it's mainly what this movie's about. It's two friends who know they're going to have to say goodbye to each other soon. And, uh, you know, besides that, it's barely mediocre. Uh, it's the best compliment I can give it. I give this... Uh, Five out of ten. Ten more times Vince Vaughn's going to make a party movie. Jesus. <laughs> Gina, what do you have to say about it? Um, Listen, folks, there are other things you can do with your time that is a lot more productive. And there's better movies. With that being said, um, I would like to see these actors do other films. I'll be following them. I thought they were charming enough to hold the film. But again, this was just, it just could have been done better. Even if you don't like party movies or if you've seen all the party movies, they had a really good premise. They really could have did something with it. They really could have wrote this a little bit more clever and still kept it without the sexism and the homophobia like Daniel stated which I do give it points for that is why I even sat through it but it just it's just not funny it's not funny the timing is off the characters are young they're not comedians they don't have the chops to carry this film Uh, I'd much rather have seen adult adults do this who were alive before this happened so that I could relate to the characters in some way, but there was just, it was just not worth my time. So I will give this a, again, yeah, a five out of 10 punches that the characters had to do just to get a ride <laughs> to the party. That was, that was so dumb. I was like, y'all really doing this? Like That's how Chris Cox gives rides. Back in the day <laughs> when we actually went to theaters to review movies, it's like, who needs a ride? I do. All right, first you have to punch that guy. No, he didn't really do that. He made us do that after we finished recording the review. (laughs) Santiago, what do you think about this movie? Uh, This movie was 
a hard pill to swallow. I thought it was boring, not funny. Um, I wanted more because I thought it was an interesting idea to come into. And that's why I agreed to watch and review this film. I sincerely thought we were going to get some maybe, I don't know, cynical or dark commentary on the ongoing drug problem in America. Or maybe even the drug war, which, you know, is a fucking farce. And But no, I mean, I didn't, there wasn't any of that. Um, I guess maybe I was wanting that because of the climate that I'm in. And um, So this movie was a little disappointing in that regard. I appreciate it for its lightheartedness and for treating drugs as lighthearted as it does. I feel like that's, you know, funny to me, probably because I, you know, have been known to partake in, in, in experimenting with, with drugs. I mean, who, who doesn't appreciate that sort of commentary out in the open? I mean, people need to talk about this kind of shit. I just think they do. Anyway, this movie was alright. I'll say that ten times, but I'll only give it four out of ten inebriated cows. <laughs> moo. Sorry. That was, a, that was a stone moo. Like, a moo stoned. I'm stoned. Sorry. Next. I thought this movie was fucking awful. <laughs> I am usually that guy who goes, you know what? I'm going to try to find the one or two things about a film that are good. And I found a couple. This movie is not devoid of laughs. There's just not enough of them. There's one slightly clever idea that involves a musical number, but its execution is not so great that it's enough to sit through the whole movie. The actors are engaging and certainly doing their level best to elevate the material they've been given, but there's only so much you can do. You cannot polish a turd. The humor is at best mean-spirited, disinterested, unoriginal, and usually just involves hitting the same note over and over and over again in the hopes that eventually it will somehow become funny. It never does. After listening to you guys talk about it, I'm willing to revise my original review. I'm actually going to give it an extra point and a half for the lack of homophobia and racism and sexism that are so common to these types of stories. Also for the inclusion of a musical sequence that is interesting, but not all that well executed. And finally, an extra half a point because the shit is in focus. I have to give this three and a half out of ten little miniature crossbows. And on that note, I'm going to get fucking hammered. (laughs) You know, guys, in the end, it doesn't matter if the movie's great or not. It's about the friends you make along the way. Especially the friends who bring all the drugs with them.